Welcome to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey, a podcast series for women in midlife who yearn to gain new clarity and purpose for the afternoon of life. So a big welcome back everyone. So lovely to have you with us again. And today I have a special surprise for you. I have with me an amazing woman, Pia Antico, who's the founder of Essential Awakening Mentoring, a crone life joy reboot mentor, coacher, trainer. And Pia's an international public speaker and best-selling author. What does Pia do? She intuitively guides single, empty nester women over 40 to ditch their regrets, claim their unapologetic authenticity, age disgracefully, I love that, and quit being an unwilling bystander in their lives without getting stuck or rehashing or analysing and reframing trauma stories. Pierre has an amazing six-step Awaken the Joy Within framework that helps women to free themselves from limiting beliefs and create lives of fun by trusting the guidance of their radiant higher self-wisdom. Pierre holds degrees in psychology counselling training and certification in the three principles paradigm. And she brings into her intuitive transformational coaching a wealth of insights gained from a litany of growth experiences. Pia is right on the cusp of midlife journey at 49 now. And she's experienced near deaths before 30, two abusive marriages and a major head injury, life rebuilder. And her mission is to help single women over 40 to effortlessly get past their darkest moments by tapping into their innate well-being. So a very, very big welcome, Pia, and so great to have you with us. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for having me. I feel honoured to be part of your podcast and to be connecting. Lovely. And Pia, your morning of life experiences were quite traumatic with accidents, abusive marriages. I wonder, can you share with us what led you to turn this around and transform your thinking and your life as you now enter midlife? Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Well, part, I mean, as with a lot of us, I guess uh, necessity kicks in. One, uh, at the end of the day, uh, when we look at our lives and realise that we possibly may have made some poor decisions along the way uh, that weren't beneficial to us. Uh, If you don't want to continue down that path, uh, then a bit of a a small amount of reflection on my my worth was what my innate worth, my universal worth, and this for me has been the key. The early years, even though training in psychology and counselling and working in this space for, for decades now, the focus had been primarily an intellectual one. What am, I, what am I thinking? What are the thoughts? Where do they come from? And it was disconnected to the source of wisdom, the true source of wisdom. I always thought the source of wisdom was what you, the thinking, the intellect, but understanding that the true source of wisdom is, in fact, our innate spirit, uh, plugged into the universe and we have access to a limitless amount of joy and wisdom and unconditional love. And when you 
when I realized that, when I when that became a, a truth core to my being, I just started showing up in my life vastly differently. Things that were uh, a huge problem in my in the way I thought about it and saw it and thought that I had to do lots of changing in the outside world, I realized that there wasn't really much to do except be and be happy with my own innate self. And from that, showing up in the world in, 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 a, in an open way. And so that, that kind of is where I am now. So this showing up in the world, that's a lovely expression because I think we spend a lot of time in the morning of life giving out to others and thinking, as you say, intellectually thinking we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Tell me a little bit more about how you show up in the world and what that means for you. Not beautiful. Uh, so what's been beautiful for me, uh, when I came across the, the three principles paradigm uh, by, by Sydney Banks, um, it turned on its turned on the head all the way, all the different ways that I used to think that I had to show up in the world. As you, and you, you pointed out, it, we, we, we believe, much of us say that people and events are causing us to feel emotions and because we have this belief that it's the outside world causing us to feel stuff then naturally if we don't want to feel that stuff then we sort of think that we need to change the people change the events or get a little bit caught up in the what we're thinking or trying to dig around why we're thinking what we're thinking and that keeps you in your head and the answer isn't found in your head the, the the ability to flow through life is innate to all of us. We are energy beings in physical form. And once we settle into that reality and understand that, you know, we can flow with what's happening in the present moment with, without having a story that we're telling ourselves uh, about what it means about us and the people and the situation, we're able to show up in the present moment and respond from an inner wisdom that is not intellectual personal thinking. Yeah, and by, by doing that, what that has helped me do and what helps my clients do is it gives us an ability to access a, 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 a range of ways of showing up and responding to what's going on in front of us without dragging the past into it and without getting caught up in worrying about a, an unknown future. And that's really beautiful because it just, it, that's where freedom, that's where the freedom that I talk about comes from. That's where the lightheartedness comes from, knowing that I don't have to pre-prepare for anything. And no amount of digging around in the past conclusions uh, about myself and people and events is going to bring me to that inner wisdom. And it never went away. Sometimes I might, we might get caught up in the story in our head and we lose sight of what is always available to us. But it comes, we come back into our inner wisdom 
effortlessly. I also struggle saying that as well. Um, We come back into it without having to do a whole lot of thinking to get there. Mm. That's very true. And that deep, the inner wisdom is really that deep feminine intuition that every woman possesses. And if only women can tap into that intuition and tap into the goddess within her. We all do have it. I mean, even, even the men, they do have it. They do. But, but it, it, it is I, what I find amazing about this stage of life for us, and we were talking about this uh, on the phone the other day, uh, when you connect it to the divine feminine energy and the archetypes, this, this is our, wis- our crone wisdom getting time of life. And the reason it is is because we get now after uh, if we've had kids, most likely the children are now grown up and they're out the door. Uh, some of us may be partnered still, others not. But it is the time now for us to finally allow ourselves to stop following what society says we should be doing, hence the ageing disgracefully, um, and listen in, yeah, to, to the the inclination, the intuition, that little good idea that comes to us. What is it you think that makes a woman um, have that fear of getting older or of being older and embracing the wisdom that she has? Misogyny and patriarchy going back from, um, oh, gosh, 11th century Christianity, when when, uh, pretty much have had, you know, millennia now of uh, of a social structure that had uh, sought to erase uh, pre-Christianity, many communities and tribes, the woman elder uh, was revered. She was the crone. As you said, she's the crone, she's the hag, she was the holy one, the shaman, the law, the law keeper, the lineage holder. She was the one that men, women, and children all turned to uh, for guidance, advice, and and revered. And when we had the structures of, of at least from the Christianity uh, and colonialism and imperialism and all the isms that are built around patriarchy and misogyny, they are all designed to erase the divine feminine. It, it just And it's been so entrenched that we now as women unfortunately have to address our internalised misogyny, uh, which takes, uh, unfortunately, in a a very youth-obsessed, beauty-obsessed society that has a vastly different uh, uh, standard held against women than men as far as beauty, weight, signs of ageing, we we need to consciously uh, realise that. But for me, rather than it being a fight against it, because when we get into protest mode and fighting against what we don't want, it does not lead us into living the way that we do want. So I am actually less protesting activists like I used to be in my youth because I'm understanding that what we focus on is what we get. So we just simply need to turn our attention towards what we want for ourselves and celebrate this this phase of our life all the signs of it, um, rather than necessarily attacking the structures 
that are telling us otherwise. I hope that makes sense. It does. It's very, very important. And I think this whole, um, you know, what I talk about is this whole time of menopause itself is is a very special time because it's a transition time where you're moving from giving birth physically to giving birth to your intuition, your creativity and all the gifts that you have that are going to help others. And as you said, it's while we've got this patriarchy and the patriarchal inheritance, men also got lost in that and unfortunately lost their own feminine intuition. Oh, absolutely. And I think if we tap into ours, then we've got an opportunity to help them too. Absolutely. Um, and that that just comes back again that, that, yeah, I when I was not in tune with my inner wisdom in my youth and uh, very head-driven and intellect-driven uh, and when I was caught up in the illusion that, that it's the people and the events causing my feelings and therefore needing to change the systems and the structures the problem with that approach is that you are not inviting you're not inviting yourself into your own limitless wisdom but you're not inviting others um when you realize that you don't actually have to change anyone or anything but simply show up in your wisdom it then invites them to do the same and in that space is the opportunity for yeah, creative solutions that you're based on unconditional love and radiant radiant joy that otherwise would not have been available if you come at it from a head level. Mm. And that means, doesn't it, this stage, and you know that yourself moving into, um, you know, the menopausal stage, that it's that going inward requires a little bit of stillness at times and stop all the doing that we're doing <laughs> and uh, taking that time to go in and be still. Would you like to say a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, again, what's been really interesting in the approach to it, uh, all my adult life I've been uh, in search of my spiritual connection. I have held a number of different faith practices um, over the years uh, and it was interesting, I realised that though they were spiritual practices, I was approaching approaching them from a logical kind of way. So you're, you're, you're worried about the form and the ritual and the technique and the group belonging that is attached to whatever faith path that you're on and all that stuff. And realising that um, it doesn't really those outer forms and functions and rituals are not actually what's needed. Uh, and, in fact, they can get a, get in the way of accessing that stillness. Um, I still do different things because it's fun to do them. But my understanding now, uh, my, my lived experience, is that I can at any moment experience a stillness of being, even in the midst of daily life, mundane busyness, without having to get set up in a particular way of I don't have to get to a yoga pose, I don't have to do a particular mantra, I don't have to do anything because we, are, we have this access to that inner calm at all times um, and it's simply awareness. 
it's an, it's an awareness of the difference between feeling in, in, in a state of inner peace and noticing when you're not. And invariably, when you're not, it's because you're in your head with a bit of a story going on about whatever's going on. And it's simply awareness. The minute the light switches on and you realise that you're not in your innate nature of inner peace and joy, um, you can snap back into it effortlessly. One day we're going to say that properly and quickly. (laughs) That's good. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. And that awareness is so important. And we could talk all day, Pierre. We could. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Time goes. Um, if some of the, our listeners would like to get in touch with you and learn more about how you're approaching things, how can they do that? Well, they can definitely uh, email me at uh, peer at essentialawakening.com. Uh, they can catch me in Facebook. Peer Antico is my profile. Uh, Essential Awakening Mentoring is the Facebook page, but you best get me on my personal profile. Um, and I have a number of different programs. Uh, I, I do standalone coaching if that's what's wanted, but I also do coaching programs. And I am in the midst of hopefully launching late this next this this year uh, a membership. I really want to create a membership platform so that we're all off social media and we're in a wonderful uh, online community together where. Uh, my beautiful crones, we will do dark moon crone circles. We will have story time uh, where we we go through a book each month uh, and all have expert speakers coming in and all manner of wonderful things that can uh, crop up when you're in a collective space together. That sounds absolutely wonderful, Pierre. And I, you'll, you'll find all listeners, you'll find that underneath the heading when you open up, you'll have all those details there. And thank you so much, Pierre. Just before we finish, just to let you all know that um, particularly those going through menopause, we have a wonderful new book coming out called The Potent Power of Menopause, Globally Diverse Perspectives of Feminine Transformation. And the book is um, edited by uh, Dawn Bates and Clarissa Christensen, who both work in midlife areas. And uh, 11 or 12 of us have all written a chapter on the experience of moving through that transformation, including one man. So it's to be released very, very soon. So do keep an eye out for it. Um, You'll find all the details or contact me and we'll make sure that you have all the details. Look at my LinkedIn and also check out my um, website, annemoyabussi.com, and you'll find all the details. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Pia, and we'll be in touch again. Thank you. Indeed. Take care. You've been listening to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey. We look forward to your company next episode. I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening.